Hey everybody, it's Ahi from Geek Moms Co. It is the afternoon right now. I believe it's like the peak of the afternoon around noon, 12-ish. I'm not even sure. I gotta double check. But anyway, today we're doing laundry and we're gonna talk about video and way that you can in ways that you can come up with a decent video for your product, your business, your events. So let's jump right into it. Hey everybody, I'm back. It's 12.48 p.m. here in Chicago. For those who are listening through our Anchor app, the song that you just heard is Bobo by Olamide. 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 I always screw it up. But um, if those who are not listening on our Anchor app, thank you. If you're listening from iTunes or Google Play or from the web link, thank you for joining us today. Again, we're talking about video and the best way to capture video. So over the past two weeks, I got the chance to attend a few events, um, connect with friends, and kind of just work on different projects. And while I was out at these few places, I got a chance to capture video and take photos of their work. So I went to get some tips on how you can quickly and easily get your content out there, get some good content, um, get something that your viewers will engage with, like, share, all of that. So we're going to jump right into it. So the first thing I put down is be multidimensional. You don't want to just do a straightforward shot of whatever it is that you're capturing. You really want to think about the story that you want to tell. And with that story, it can be many things. You can tell that story from the perspective of the person behind the business, or you could talk about that product or that service, whatever it is that they sell in their business or that thing that they're working on for their project, whatever that is, you can tell a story about that thing. You can also come from a perspective of a guest. If you are, there's one video that I just put out on LinkedIn. I attended the event as a guest. So I told the perspective, or at least I gave a story of what this event was like from a guest perspective because I was there as a guest. So you want to think about those things and the reason why you want to think about the story behind it, because that helps guide how you want to shoot your video. If you are shooting about that person behind the brand, behind the business, do you want to guide your angles or at least record from the perspective of what it took for that person to get to that point? So either you can... Um, give a little bit of backstory, a little bit of history about that person. Um, you can watch them or record or document, I'm sorry, document them prep for their big event or for their big day or for whatever they're about to do and kind of have things build up to a big um, event or a big change in the story. So you want to give a little bit of background of the person. If you are doing it from the perspective of a guest, then you might not give so many details of that person, but you want to shoot from um, from the mindset of the experience and thinking about how you can capture the experience of the event through your lens. And if you're doing it from the product, then you can think about how that product got to the point that it's at what is in the product, what's the benefits of the product, that you can kind of shoot from that perspective, how to use the product. You could do a tutorial. There's so many things that you can do to represent the story that you want to give to other people. 
So that's kind of what I mean by being multidimensional. Um, after that, I put be prepared to get uncomfortable. And this kind of took some years for me to get to that point. Um, what I used to do is I used to attend a lot of events during meetups and I used to like attend like companies, workshops. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of like just going out, exploring, seeing these events and see what happens. And what I tend to do back then was I would sneak and take my videos. I would sneak and get my photos. But then later on, I really didn't have anything great because I was so busy trying not to get caught that I didn't really think about like the photo that I was taking. And it wasn't like I took photos or videos without somebody's permission. It was more, and even for some of the events I did back then, back when I was doing Chicago Art Life Media, I even asked the organizer ahead of time for permission. But then by the time I showed up, I was so worried about not looking like a professional. I was worried that I didn't have the right equipment. I was worried that people would look at me strange and think that I'm social media crazy. I was so worried about everything else that I didn't think about the end result. So yes, so like we spoke about already, be multidimensional, think about the story that you want to tell. And then be prepared to get uncomfortable. Don't think about all the outside factors that go into shooting video or taking photos of where you're at in the event that's taking place. Just go for it and don't worry about everything else. So um, speaking of, you know, getting the shot and kind of getting the right angles. Another thing that you may want to do is um, use props, get creative and use different angles. So this takes a bit of practice too. Um, like if you see certain props that are there that you wanna just get a shot of or maybe get it a little bit in frame, like you can play around with those different things. Think about flat things like flat lays. Um, a lot of people love flat lays like in their blog, at the like to for their websites. A lot of people love flat lays. So think about all the different angles that you want to use and then think about props too if you're at an event where they're giving away goodie bags like that would be a great flat lay to work out um also taking pictures with people holding like the the goodie bags or the boxes or even with video if they are opening the goodie bags and seeing what's in it like that's a good thing to capture so using props like that if they're serving food or drinks or anything like that, that's another thing that you can capture. It showcases like the stuff that they brought to the event. Or you can even put, if they're sponsored, whoever they're sponsored by, you could kind of give, give them a plug into the video by capturing the stuff that they brought to the event. So play around and just see what works. Think about your angles. Think about what you're capturing. Think about that mood. And, and that experience, because you want to capture that experience. Like you want people to have that feeling of wanting to be there, of seeing how great that event was. Or if it even is like more documentary style, it's kind of just capturing the emotions at the time of the event. You want people to kind of get into that mood. And sometimes it takes certain angles to kind of... Um, stretch out those emotions like for example if somebody's working on something and they feel 
like kind of shut out or alone, then you might want to get an angle that's not super close up where you where you might want to be far away and it kind of looks like they're by themselves like like those type of things you need to think about when you think about that story and you're like okay do I want people to think about how hard this person is working and how they have to do everything by themselves what type of angles would work to capture that type of emotion and sometimes you have to play around with it like maybe if they're showing some type of emotion that wants to be captured on their face like a, a sad emotion or like they're really upset or trying to stay strong, maybe you could do a close-up. Like, these are things that you have to play around with and capture. So then after that is editing. Editing is a big part of it because you don't want to have a 10-minute video where you have one angle of somebody talking throughout that whole thing. Like, it's going to drive people crazy. People are not going to want to watch it. Even for myself, now that I'm sharing more videos on social media and outside of YouTube, I try to keep my videos under, max has to be 10 minutes, max. But most of the the average of the videos that I put out there is about two to seven minutes. So when it comes to editing, you wanna make sure that you get everything kind of crammed in, but not have it over um, overwhelm your viewers. So you have to kind of play around with editing too and keep playing through and look at your video while you're editing. Um, Things that you look at when it comes to editing, you look at the music. If the music is super happy and cheering, but you're filming somebody's death or somebody protesting in the streets, you don't wanna put a super happy type of song to those images, to to that video. You really wanna think about the music that you're adding in. And even when you're cutting away, if people are having important conversations, you don't want to cut away at the wrong moment when you're editing. And the last thing that I want to talk about is your tools, the tools that you're using to film and the tools that you're using to edit. For myself, I've used I use my iPhone more than anything because sometimes the camera you have to, it takes a lot more time to set, to put your settings right, to make sure that camera is good and ready to shoot. And then with the iPhone, it's kind of automatic. If you click it, the light shifts. You can do your autofocus. You can adjust your, your uh, the light that comes through. Sorry, I can't even think of a technical term right now, but it will. But you have to think about your equipment and where you're heading to, too. Are you going to bring a full-blown tripod? Like, I I f- pulled, I brought a tripod to um, to a place where I was filming and taking photos, only to find out that I was actually going to a park. So, the tripod didn't really help me because there was so much other stuff that I need to do. By the time we got everything set to take the photo, I couldn't even think about a tripod. I just needed to get the shot when I needed to get it. So think about what you need to bring. Do you need, do you really need a light kit? Like, is this place gonna be a dark place where you need really need lights to like do interviews or, or to do anything where you need to see the subject's face or the product's face? So you have to think about whether you need lighting equipment. Do you need the big bulky stuff or can you find a way to travel lighter? Even on the iPhone, there's a, a phone case that lights up now 
that you can use when you're taking selfies or when you're uh, taking pictures and video. Also, for tools, the stuff that you're editing with, again, on my iPhone, I have a, I have iMovie, the app. I literally edit my videos using iMovie on the phone or iMovie on the actual laptop. But whatever editing software you use, like there's things that you need to consider. For example, on the iPhone using iMovie on the app, you're limited on how you can add audio because you cannot download something from iTunes and then upload it on iMovie and edit with it. What you have to do, there's a workaround, what you have to do is download whatever audio you're gonna use for that video, put it in your iCloud, and then when you're adding audio, then you go to your iCloud and then add your audio from there. So when you're thinking about different tools, also consider the limitations on how you can work with it. Cause like, I think audio is like the biggest hiccup with the app. Cause like, even if you don't want the audio in some spots, what you have to do is you have to split that audio file and then adjust the volume wherever you want it loud. That's where you get it loud and whatever you want it soft. That's when you make it soft. But with other tools, you have to figure out like, okay, what titles can I add? What speeds can I adjust? All of that stuff takes time and it takes a little bit of research to figure out what's right for you. And then also there's cost. You have to consider cost when it comes to all of these things. So keep those things in mind where you're doing video. But the biggest takeaway that I will say is, especially with the be be prepared to be uncomfortable, Um, especially if you're very, very new to just shooting video and shooting photos and you don't want to seem like a jerk because you don't want to seem like the person that's like all up in people's faces with their phones and all of that. Like, don't be rude about it, but definitely if you're there to capture what's there, then you got to just be on it, be prepared, shoot the images you want to shoot, shoot the video that you want to capture and just get the shot. So that is it for today. Um, You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekmomsco. You can also follow our Instagram stories and our posts on Instagram. Our handle is geekmomsco, G-E-E-K-M-O-M-S-C-O. And I will talk to you guys soon. Make sure you also subscribe to our newsletter so you can get updates on the projects that we're working on the latest news that we have and what's coming up, geekmomsco.com. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Hey, everybody. So coming up soon on Speak Geek, brought to you by Geek Moms Co. We're going to talk about things like troubleshooting, troubleshooting websites on like WordPress, because like you can get into a mess downloading all the templates and all the plugins and all the things for your website and next thing you know your website shuts down nothing's working so next so next time on speak geek we're going to talk about troubleshooting websites we're also going to talk about the mommy life and i know we were supposed to talk about this a while ago but once i said oh god we're going to talk about moms and corporate and tech and all of that, all of these articles came. So I wanna make sure I get the right content and the right stuff that I can talk about on air and get out to you guys. So make sure to make sure that all the parents who are out there, like y'all are getting as much support and as much help 
and as many resources as I can get my hands on and that you need. So we're going to talk about time management. We're going to talk about time management for mompreneurs or parentpreneurs. And we're going to, and we're going to talk about tech for kids because right now there are programs that are out there for the kids. There's at least two that could come up with off of my head right now, but that is coming up soon on Speak Geek. So make sure you subscribe to our pod or you follow our podcast, subscribe to our, our podcast on iTunes and also subscribe to our newsletter at geekbobsco.com. And we're out.